to rob and steal, now I make food for thought. I used to rob and steal, now I make food for thought. I used to rob and steal, now I make food for thought. Fresh like the air you snort. I drop jewels, little nuggets of wisdom, seeds that keep growing. Pay my debt to society, so no more owing. Now it's showing and proving. Keep the body moving. Exercising the mind is scientifically proven to increase your lifeline, strengthen your heart. Eat fish, that brain food will get you smart. Yoga, deep meditational tactics. You know good than just practice, cause practice makes perfect. Stop burying the lies and bring the truth to the surface. Money is the root to all evil, that cash rule will have you out there looking like a damn fool. That's the devil's bait, the almighty dollar tree. Will have your mind full by technology. Make the right choice, no need for an apology. Just now is the wisdom Can't figure right from wrong It's a tough decision My vision is light So come to me when yours black out Foul of footprints As I lay the tracks out He's a righteous God I want the best for mankind Navigate through this war Without blowing a landmine My light shine from the east My brother Verbally I spit I'm a beast My brother March through the blackness Search for the ray of lights Don't walk barefooted Through the grass Cause that's where the snake strikes Protect your neck Evil lurks in the shadows Darkness is best where the devil wins battles The weak fall victim The strong shine diligent Gorilla, we gully but man is a state militant Superstars, our eagle is so top billing it Follow me son and I'll show you how I'm killing it These wolves is vicious, a sign of danger The changer, I'm about to pull you all through a chamber Time to hit that toothbrush Hopped up out of bed to turn my swag on Figured I'd stick with what I had on Know if you know me then you know I'm somewhere in between the past gone And think about a breakfast I could smash on Older that I get the more the hangovers last long Linger in my mind like a bad song 
think it's time to turn that bath on Wash away the feeling of knowing that all my cash gone I'm dreading looking at my balance like I'm dreading looking at that frozen toilet seat I'm about to put my ass on Early in the morning, already feeling bored and There's nothing wrong with some pre-lunch porn So if cash gone, I'll get my fab on And maybe after that I'll try to put some pants on Till I get bored of that Pull out the pen and paper, nothing really coming out So I'm bored of rap I smoke a cigarette, check the internet Everybody's doing awesome shit, so I get depressed man. But fuck that, today I'm on some love life shit I'm about to run right quick I'm feeling anxious, I feel like taking off Maybe take a walk and try to shake it off A little chilly here in Michigan So I'll grab that hoodie for a sniff check But we got all of that fresh air to air that out Plus that self-conscious wall, I should tear that down Come on you know that summertime Forget about what's on your mind And when the sun is shines You make believe it's only shining for you It's only shining for you You know that summertime Forget about what's on your mind And when the sun is shines You make believe it's only shining for you now who am I trying to impress if not I kind of a mess that I try hiding the stress People out here feel it too Yeah I know I feel like you So I hit the liquor store around 11 o'clock Take a walk up to the one that's at the end of my block Paper bag full of smokes for the 7 and pop Clerk is holding me up with some questions he's got He's like, who would win in a fight, the devil or God? He said, trick question, the devil is God I said, cool, give me my dollar 44 from the till Dude behind me was waiting with the porno and milk So I left it on my way, I saw a friend I used to know Pretended not to notice me, I left that shit alone Had a life that he hated and he fucked up And honestly, what's more complicated than a what's up? So I continue down that road, hear my stomach groan I'm gonna get some breakfast on my own Cause I don't wanna go home You know that summertime Forget about what's on your mind And when the sun is shines, you make believe it's only shining for you It's only shining for you You know that summertime Forget about what's on your mind And when the sun is shines, you make believe it's only shining for you
it off, I guess what? What's that? This is food episode two, but you know what? It's more of the tribal episode. <laughs> you know what? I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'm really full. We, we had some bomb Thai food today. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, who's in the house? Who's in the house today? Rafael in the motherfucking house. Oh, shit. Oh, no, wait. What, what, did, what did Ross G say on that song? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Very, like he said, it was tribal. Hey, what's up? It's Luis. It's episode 38. 38. Oh, damn. damn. We're fucking... Almost as old as I am. Oh, fuck. Just about you. And it's a little bit closer to me, too. Everybody, um, you're, uh, I guess we got hungry over the last month. And so we decided <laughs> to concentrate on food, which is our, our favorite thing to do around here. <laughs> so this is our episode number two. And we're, uh, we've been honored in this episode by having a bomb-ass interview with a very good friend of ours, uh, Chuy Tovar. Who, uh, who owns a bomb uh, coffee shop here in Los Angeles. And uh, uh, he's uh, he's getting a lot of recognition. Yes, he is. He's getting a lot of recognition by a local by a foodie, uh, uh, public social media. And, connoisseurs. Yeah, connoisseurs. And, you know, been invited to various things. He's a mover and shaker um, in L.A. Absolutely, he is. And um, so, what's he doing hanging out with us? <laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, just being in, in uh, uh, that conversation is, is, is great. Um, but uh, we're, you're going to be hearing most of this episode is going to be about uh, the interview itself with uh, Truth Um But we're going to obviously add music as we just did right here in the beginning. Uh, we started it off with Ross and Ross G. No, we ended it with some Ross G. <laughs> we ended it with some Ross G. And the African Space Program. That one is affectionately called Fried Platanos. Fried Plantains. And it, fuck, it felt like, it felt heavy like that. <laughs> That's from his album called Other Worlds uh, from last year. Ross G, anything Ross G, pick it up. Um, and his African Space Program. I don't know who's, who's taking that African Space Program, but... Uh, I don't know who, I want to know who's funding it. Yeah, who's funding it. <laughs> so what's his funding sources? We can't even fund our national <laughs> North American space program. You probably could his his version of it. But before that, we played some Red Pill straight out of Metal Music Group. Oh man, the beat on that is just sick. It's it's sick and it goes well with the Raj G beat. Um, Porn and Milk is the name of the song, produced by the Manic himself, Exile. Day Drunk EP, what came out earlier this year. In between Porn and Milk and that El Cuje song, uh, Milky Cereal, <laughs> something about pornography. And milk, and, and, and you know, milk and cereal, something that goes together somehow. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And <clears throat> we started off with Bad, Bad, Not Good, a funky English English group. Uh, dope, they, they're making some classic music, especially with GFK here, Ghostface Killer. Yeah, it was about time we brought back some Ghostface. Man, it's been a long time for a minute there. That was our mascot <laughs> for a show. This is called Food, perfect title for our episode here, produced by Frank Dukes and obviously Bad Bad Not Good. Sour Soul album, 2015, caught that. That's a great album right there. That, I'm looking forward to the new one. It's gonna be called a Four, IV, Four. Uh-huh. Um, so that peeped that one later on this year. But as we mentioned, um, our uh, majority of this episode is going to be the interview. Yeah, we actually took it on the road. Hell, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. Six in the morning goes mobile. Yeah, so because of that, uh, the sound quality, you're going to hear some uh, interesting background noise. Yeah, you know, uh, we're, we're learning here uh, at Six in the Morning Show. All, all of this hard work and uh, just for you, the audience. But uh, uh, shout out uh, to Chui. Apologize for the quality, but uh, does not mean the quality of the interview is, ref- that is reflected in the... Um, 
You saw that? Yeah. We're, we're watching highlights of today's Mexico game, and somehow Bernie Sanders uh, somehow <laughs> made it in there. Made it in there. That yeah, was kind it's, of funny. It's Bernicio <laughs> Sanchez. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Bernicio Sanchez was in the house. Um, uh, yeah, so the quality of this episode, uh, you know, you're going to hear some noises in the back, but guess what? As, as, as Rafa mentioned, this is the first time we took it to the road, and we had fun with it. Yes, sir. We were drinking some dope beer. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're talking about food. And so again, this is dedicated to our stomachs and our uh, gastro future gastro bypass. <laughs> um, but uh, before the interview, we wanted to play one song. Um, we're gonna drop it now. It's Talib Kweli and Ninth Wonder. It features Farrell Mancha and Slug. Slug from the atmosphere. It's called Prego, produced by Ninth Wonder. Indie 500 is the name of the album. Uh, you could pop that online, 2015. And while you're at it, might as well pick up Ninth Wonder's new one, yes. instrumental beat tape called Zion. It just dropped like a week ago or so. Yeah, Ninth doing the do. Ninth has always been busy with his Jamler records. Yes, sir. Um, so play that. Yeah. Play play uh play the interview, and we're gonna talk a little bit about the music that we play in between too at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know what you could do and follow along through Instagram. Uh, and look up uh, Primera Taza and check out the beautiful food porn that they have on uh, on, uh, on their Instagram account. Absolutely. Uh, Chuy is very good about put, doing that every day, getting me hungry while going to work, which is unfair because I don't even live, I mean work near Primera Taza, but that's all right. <laughs> well, that being said, let's get into some Prego. Take it, take it. Echo off. Echo off. On your pasta like Prego, cause it's in there. Prego sauce. Prego sauce. People want me to preach cause I'm where heaven begin. People want me to teach a lesson, lesson for them. The message is in the form of the song I had to arrange it. You banging it through the speakers for maximum entertainment. Wait a minute, step back a bit. I highly doubt that your perception is accurate. My conception immaculate. You know it's in there. We out here, and at the party going now, you know we in there. Uh, I'm so sincere. What you talk about a bit here? Wait before you showed up, let's get clear. Uh, uh, yeah, we out here, and at the party going now, you know we in there. Uh, I don't really know where I'm going, but where I have been Everybody double as predators, so assassins It's tragic how we love this life, fatal attraction The metaphor like Reservoir I'm like a master You make me want to cut off my ear, the way you rap In the black van, go to pick up the ones Active in the movement, got them using every drug you can imagine Dying like diabetics who die without the sacrament I still thinking it's sweet until it happens Standing ovation on the street, they on their feet When the shooters get the clapping Five star bars, the murder go, the fat lady said and the curtain closed, my getaway car's convertible. I'm chopping the top off. This rap dude's faker than knock off. Yeah, yeah. Because we in because there. We in there. Yeah. yeah, hey, hey. Hey, yo, we out here. And if the party going out, you know we in there. Yeah, I'm so sincere. Let's talk about a bit here. Way before you showed up, let's get clear. Yeah, hey, yo, we out here. And if the party going out, you know we in there. Sling lingo, watch the thing go far, new single, bingo, ringo star, more pringles. 
Which leads to more dicks Adrian Peterson All day more whips Seen it before like deja vu So sincere Rooftop skyline Poolside swimwear We in here I'm whispering in Slim's ear Like I could be a hero With the five zero zero See the reason is We cook it up with love And at the seasoning Always show love Never deceiving him He could get my vote We believe in him He could get it I got it In the exotic Two-seater The exact color is hypnotic In fact Tiptronic Sit back Sit on the shack Shit's on it's rap It's chronic It's chronic Automatic So organic It is in there I said it's in there I said it's in there, like the love that's in the air Living for a life, got something to share Still trying to build progress out of regrets Cut through the BS, speak through the beak of a phoenix Fly, scheming on the sadness My language, dangerous, vandal, damage Dismantle, break free from the baggage Expand across the planet's canvas Catch the block, put the lid on the jar Or hold it in your hand so you can pick it apart If you were listening hard, you'd be lifting your guard Crew a couple of fins, trying to swim with the sharks the worth ain't based on if the dogs chase it Bark till you bargain yourself out of the basement Spread the word, my voice is spacious Taste the brago, it's in there and now you pregnant Hey uh, yo, we out here And if the party going now, you know we in there I'm so sincere What you talk about a bit here Wait before you showed up, let's get clear Hey yo, we out here And if the party going now, you know we in there Sincere, uh, put it on your pasta like Prego, cause in there, Prego sauce, I said in there, Prego sauce, in there, I said in there, put it on your pasta like Prego, cause in there, Prego sauce, in there, Prego sauce, in there, Hey man, we're on the road. On the road again. Yeah, first time though. First time, right? <laughs> first time. Hey, we're in uh, Primera Taza. Primera Taza, coming straight from beautiful Boyle Heights. Boyle Heights, aka Marachi Plaza. What else do we call this area? Is there any other names that we should know about? We're around here? Yeah. Primera Flats. Primera Flats. Primera Flats. <laughs> La Primera Lives. La Primera, primera Lives. <laughs> hey, listener. Hey, everybody. We're here uh, in Boyle Heights. We're here with a very good friend of ours of the Six in the Morning family. It's uh, Chuy. Chuy Toad himself. Uh, hey, man, we're on the road. On the road again. Yeah, first time, though. First time, right? <laughs> first time. Hey, we're in uh, Primera Taza. Primera Taza, coming straight from beautiful Boyle Heights. Boyle Heights, aka Marachi Plaza. What else do we call this area? Is there any other names that we should know about? We're around here. Yeah. Primera Flats. Primera Flats. Primera Flats. <laughs> <laughs> La Primera Lives. La Primera Lives. <laughs> hey, listener. Hey, everybody. We're here uh, in Boyle Heights. We're here with a very good friend of ours, of the Six in the Morning family. It's uh, Chuy. Chuitoad himself, uh, Mr. Uh, AKA uh, Big Shot, AKA everyone writes about him, AKA uh, documentarian. Uh, well, he's an actor, right? 
Charles, aka Mr. LA Weekly People 2016. Oh my God, there's a, 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 a lot of things going on. Aka Mr. Entrepreneur, oh, aka yeah. Mr. Moviendo la Gente Forward. That's what's up. Aka <laughs> Drinking Estrella Jalisco. That's right, cabrón. You're right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Hey, um, thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us. No, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's just nuts. <laughs> It's like surrealistic to to actually be here doing this show. Yeah, this is great, and um, this, this is our first uh, road trip outside of our, our usual compound. Um, I couldn't think of any better place to to be at, so we should be able to do this for our food episode. Well, Primera Taza welcomes the road the roadie virgins. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. We didn't get lost. Hey, you got everything you need as a roadie here. You got caffeine, high quality caffeine, cafe de olla. Yeah, and, and some uh, real Mexican Coke. All kinds of art. The Coke you drink, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta make sure you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. Calvin says Cabarreras. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, right off the bat, it would be pretty good to uh, mention, uh, you know, the goods on the spot, you know, like address and whatnot. Oh. People could know, the listener could know where we're at. We're located in the heartland of, uh, in the heart of Boyle Heights, uh, near Maria Chiclasa at 1850 and a half East 1st Street. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all all, all at, at Primera Taza. And, Pretty simple. And Chuy's uh, really good about his Instagram game. He puts great pictures when you're at work, when you can't be here, <laughs> and not eat the food. And it sucks on my end, but it must be great for uh, everyone else. So if they're close by, they can come. Yeah, they got some food porn going on there. Oh, uh, it's, it's sick food porn. All centerfold stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like real Playboy, they stop. <laughs> hey, uh, so keeping the, the ground game here with, with, uh, with the interview, let me ask you, Chuy, where are you from, a.k.a. Give a listener a quick rundown of who you are. Well, I was born in a little town called Talpa de Allende, Jalisco. It's uh, in the Sierras of Jalisco, uh, in between Guadalajara and Puerto Vallarta. Uh, it's known for, believe it or not, it's coffee, uh, guayabas, uh, chicle. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, it's a farming farming and mining town, uh, known uh, best known for the Virgen de, de Talpa. Oh, yeah. There's less than 20,000 people that live in that little town, but we get over 5 million visitors a year. Wow! That's crazy. Tomates! <laughs> you, know, you know what? My family comes from Guadalajara, from Los Altos also. And actually, you just hit me with La Virgen de Talpa. I actually went with my grandpa there to do a condida. Is that what it is? When you make a promise and if something uh, happens? No, what's it called? The, and they do the whole thing on the knees. To sure. The, yeah, sure. uh, what's a, it's a peregrinación, but you do a, a damn, what's that called? Una, una manda. There you go, una manda. Una so, you know what? I've been there, bro. I think I was like eight years old watching my grandpa do his manda down the, down the aisle. On his you, you might have seen Chuchlina's uh, knees. At the end of the day, you weren't even aware of that. I was Chu Chining. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so real particular to uh, growing up, uh, what were some of your favorite home cooked meals? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a stickler. I mean, if I was if I was I think on uh, the Green Mile, I think my last meal would probably be frijoles de la olla, uh, un quesito panela, and some nopales. I'm set for life with that. Oh, 
Yeah, it don't get more real than that. <laughs> um, so, uh, what's your trajectory like? Uh, uh, how were you when you came here? I was imported at the age of five. I say imported because I didn't come here willingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where'd you settle? Uh, we settled here in uh, right up the street, since we're going to be talking about food, right. right up the street from Pacific Dining Car. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Off, wow. Uh, off of... Uh, that is on uh, Whitmer? Whitmer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we lived in some apartments there for a couple months. Then, uh, I'd say, before I started kindergarten, we moved to uh, housing projects here on Main Street called, uh, well, it's called Willamette Homes, but it's it's commonly known as Dogtown. And this is before the Venice Dogtown, so get it right. <laughs> it's the real Dogtown. It's the real Dogtown, cabrones. <laughs> uh, and um, going with your story, just for the listener, uh, for the listener's sake, but I mean, it's great. It's great to listen to how people got where they got and whatnot. So what happened, man? I know that you went to USC. Yeah, so I, tell, tell I, I traded one set of bricks for another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so were you always into school? Like, did you? Because I know it was not easy, an easy place to. No, my parents were pretty. Uh, uh, they're very uh, uh, disciplinarians, if you could say that. You know, the right. chancla was definitely flying, right. <laughs> or as we used to call it, la marita magica, which is <laughs> there's a plume. Uh, duster that my mom had with a bamboo stick Ooh, that she bought in Chinatown. Oh man, fuck the chanclas, this damn barita magica we used to call it because she would wave that wand and we would do whatever she wanted. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what did your, uh, your, your folks do for that? Uh, my mom's been a seamstress uh, uh, practically all her life, except like her last year she worked mostly catering. Okay. Um, and that's the company that I ended up uh, working for. But yeah, she's a, a seamstress. She still does does that stuff for, for people. Okay. Uh, my dad's always been a, a you know manual labor. He did a, a lot of mechanic uh, to supplement our income, which he took me on, and I used to fucking hate it with all the passion mm -hmm. in my life. And I think that's where I said, well, you know what? I'm not gonna be like. Mm. So I, I would concentrate on, on schoolwork, and schoolwork was always easy for me, so. What you major in? Accounting and finance. What was your plans when you were majoring in that? Like, what were the things you were thinking of? What do you want to do? I wasn't. It was just easy for me, so I'm like, oh, easy A's. Because <laughs> I could keep a balanced life in college, you know. <laughs> How balanced was it? Oh, very balanced. <laughs> very balanced. Uh, be it that this is a... a Music podcast. Uh, what were you listening to? Could you remember stuff? Like USC back then. The USC days. Like what was it? Well, let's even take it back. Like what did you listen to at home? Did you listen to music at home? Oh, was the radio going? Was it? Oh hell yeah, Mighty Six Ninety. Uh, <laughs> from TJ. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? So we played some old funk, Africa Bombada, and uh, well, when rapping, you know, uh, came on board probably like in the eighties, and. Uh, the kids in our neighborhood, you know, they created their own, their own, uh, their own crews. Uh, back then, it was called the Brick City, Brick City Boys or Brick City uh, Breakers. Uh, were you a Brick City boy? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I couldn't dance uh, worth a lick. You're, I, you're an accounting council boy. Unless, unless you threw me like at a quinceanera, then I'll dance like you know, like cumbias and all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Escándalo. Um, could you recall in college when you were listening to? Did it, did it change anything? Did you get exposed to anything? Everything. I mean, I used to listen to everything to begin with, uh, with the exception of country. Don't don't get mad, Tennesseans. <laughs> yeah, I just, just country and me just don't mix. But right, right. everything else, I would listen. I would uh, listen to. Uh, but back then in college, I was listening to a lot of Bob Marley, uh, the old school, the ska, uh, of course all the new wave, you know, Gary Newman, uh, Depeche Mode, Morrissey, of course. If you're Mexican and you don't listen to Morrissey, it's like, it's not listening to championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make any sense? Hey, you know, we're down the street from Eastside Love. Yeah. Yeah. They could hear us. famous Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just they just had their fifth year anniversary. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Last week, last Sunday, I think. As a matter of fact, I got here a little late from Tijuana. You missed out on so it. So I missed out on it, yeah. <laughs> but I brought like some badass coffee. To the riddies, uh, well, you're known, you yourself are known Chewy, for uh, fusing ideas, right? Putting things together, as they say, right? And you push in what it means authentic to you, right? Authentic to you and authentic to whoever it is that you're dealing with, right? Right. So, you know, so you, you know, when you take the food, things good, you know, it's good damn food, you know? Anything that has a Chewy stamp of approval, like you wanna, you wanna at least know about it. Even, even if you might not like the food, at least you're gonna wanna, like, Dig in, right? He's a tastemaker. He's a definitely tastemaker with a what I wrote down as a with brown sensibilities, right? And that's really, really, really important. So keeping true to how how you are, what inspires you? What inspires me? Uh, I think motivating people. Uh, I see a lot of potential, especially in our in our raza, and I think that's probably one of my uh, biggest fortes is uh, to be able to extract that that motivation. Ever. Because every single person gets motivated by different things. Right. Uh, some, uh, well, some is money. Some is uh, expression. It could be whatever, and uh, I think I, it's it comes easy for me to find out exactly what motivates that person. Right. And I'm a pusher. I, I I'll push you to your limits until right. until you can prop, uh, come up with a uh, with what you were meant to do. Right. Right. Um, I, I encourage people to to basically uh, extend their their talent right, or right. to showcase it if possible. Right, right. So, real particular to food, and in terms of, I know that you used to work for Panetta, right? Uh, patina. Patina. My bad. The, the Patina restaurant. Group. <laughs> that that will be edited. <laughs> Actually, there's a big difference between Panetta and Patina. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about a. 
twenty dollars per plate. See, this is edited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Um, Troy, uh, he used to work at Patina. You know I'm not going to edit this, So, so you used to work for, for Patina. That you before mentioned to me um, that that was, uh, I mean, that's that's a big that's a big corporation, right? That's a big restaurant group, especially here in LA. Um, as far as catering, I think uh, the two biggest ones are. are Wolfgang Puck and then uh, Patina, they they probably fight it uh, fight it out. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a huge group. It's run by Joaquin Spichel. He's originally from Austria uh, or Germany. One of those two. What, One of those Middle European countries. Was that like your first uh, uh, sort of entry into food, or did you were you there? Like, no, no, that's that's my first entry into into uh, the food world, well, the actual food and beverage industry. Um, I bounce around different industries from accounting, sales, uh, almost everything you could think of that had to do with business. Um, and that's because my ultimate goal was to own a business. Right. I figured I had to get well-rounded in everything, not just accounting. Right. And I mean, because anybody could tell you whether you're making money or you're broke. Right. That's what an account's for. Right. But to get all the pieces, sales, marketing, uh, finance, all that stuff, you, you really got to bounce around and, and try different things. Did you did you learn a lot, like in terms of um, how you say, like you're motivated, like you push, quote unquote, right? Did you learn a lot, like when you were there, about that? Was that part of the culture? Oh, yeah. I always started at the bottom, so I could so I could learn from the ground up. Right, right. Uh, but I always ended up in management because uh, right because they saw you the way you work, the way exactly. you thought, the way you talk to people. Right. Um, and from there, where did you go after that, that experience? How long were you there for? In Patina. Yeah. I think I was there for about six years. Okay. Okay. What's um, so? What restaurants? Or I know that they. They worked with a Hollywood Bowl and then I think with Walt Disney, right? Yeah, they worked with a lot of uh, 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 public uh, public venues. Right, right. Um, uh, Joaquim and, and the Patina Group, they're, they're known to, to do uh, the food and, and, and beverage uh, program in, in museums, uh, performing arts centers. Uh, so when I got started, I, I was basically pushed into Orange County. Oh, okay. We handled the uh, um, OCPAC, which is the Orange County Performing Arts Center. Uh, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's run by the Secret Rooms, which is a uh, yeah, pretty wealthy uh, family down there. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a couple museums that they run down there, a couple venues. Okay. Uh, so I started at the bottom there, and then just worked my way up into uh, management, <laughs> and then. He drinked it. <laughs> Excited from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and then Drinks it's from the four. <laughs> four <straight. laughs> Not the six. Not the six. <laughs> and, then, and then from there. Uh, then from there, I got put into uh, what they call the traveling management team, and we just went around different venues, uh, either opening up or in, uh, increasing the uh, the food and beverage program. Like, I think the biggest one we did from the ground up was uh, Mammoth Mountain. Okay. Wow. So I was there for like three seasons. Okay. Uh, that was uh, super interesting. But I mean, I got I got uh, exposed to every single facet of 
of uh, starting something like that. So opening up a restaurant is or a coffee shop like this is it's yeah. easy right. compared to what we did back then. I could imagine the pressure being like kind of intense. I don't know. I never, I never thought of it as pressure. I always thought of it as experience. Right. That's a good way to put it. Hey Luis, what's going on? Given the length of this episode, we've decided to provide you an interlude so you could do as Luis is doing and go to the restroom. And don't forget to wash your hands. Now back to the episode. Alright, this is Chewy. It's 6 o'clock in the morning and I got your coffee, motherfuckers. <laughs> So I know that you used to work uh, for the folks out in Marisco, Jalisco, right? Marisco, right. Jalisco, and Corazon y Mia, but that's way later, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but like, how did you make that transition? Because that seemed like, like in a sense, in the for me as an outsider, of course, and all the venues you're talking about, that seems very like in a sense corporate, like you know when you go in into such a big venue like Mammoth Mountain, right? OC, you're dealing with the Sigurdsson family, and then Hollywood Bowl, and then you go there, and then you're talking about una lonchera, right? right. <laughs> yeah. like you bring it local, and then a lot of things, uh, what you're saying is like, yeah, you learn everything, but then at the same time, when you even microwave in a sense with a, with a lonchera, you still gotta learn a lot of shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it's it's a whole different, kind of the same. But different, like like Chich and Chong says, different but the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, but it's a it's a totally different uh, animal. Um, you definitely have to be more out there as as far as with the public. Right. So you got to greet a lot of people. Uh, it has to do a lot more, especially now with social media. Mm -hmm. So you got to interact, and it's interaction's got to be like instantaneous. So if somebody's coming, you already know that they're coming to the truck. You know, you tell uh, the people in the truck to expect such and such a person, who they are. I would automatically do all the background check, like who they were, uh, what do they mean, why are they coming, you know, stuff like that. So when they would get there, I would greet them, you know, before anything. Right. And for the listener who's never been to Marisco Salisco, I've been there good amounts of times. Yeah. Could you explain, like, why is it known for? What's the, the, the thing there? They're known for their uh, tacos dorados de, de camarón, oh, uh, which was created by the brother of one of the chefs there. Uh, the chefs are, his name's Martin Ramirez. Uh, but his brother was actually the one that created that taco, and it was created out of necessity. Uh, back in, uh, in San Juan de los Lagos, you mentioned you were from Los Altos. San Juan de los Lagos, they have a, a Virgen too. Uh, 
but when it, it all got started, there was uh, what you would call a drought of fish, right? Because there was uh, some disease or something going on where they actually had to use uh, shrimp instead of the fish, and that's where the tacos dorados were, were created. Uh, it's it's a very simple dish, but just uh, packed with a uh, with a lot of flavor. And Absolutely. And here in Boyle Heights, there's a lot a lot of people that that make it. Right. But there's only one person that actually created it. That's that's the guy that works inside of uh, Marisco Salisco. Ain't that something? Shout out to my tío Abel out there at uh, San Juan de los Lagos. We miss you, tío. It's been a couple of years since I seen you. Yeah. <laughs> the kid's coming. It's the kid's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but San Juan de los Lagos is also known for uh, you know a couple of the dishes, which is the tacos enrollados. That I think you could find here at Las Margaritas on Whittier. Okay. I think they're one of the few people that actually do it. All right. But to actually be in El Centro and San Juan de los Lagos having having those tacos, uh -huh. totally different experience. Right. Then right. they're also known for their their bread. Uh, right. They do the the virota salado or the pan salado in these huge uh, ovens, right. uh, wood burning ovens that they have over there. Right. And uh, also the town is known for having the biggest uh, egg producing facility in. And all of uh, I think uh, North America, with the exception of one plant, I think in in the U.S. in the Carolinas somewhere. Exactly. So going back to Visa's original question, where was what was the catalyst to, that drove you from Patina to what you're doing now? Well, and I mean, once I left Patina, I worked for uh, a tequila import company. I got the ball rolling with them. I used my, my contacts within the food and beverage industry to actually get me in the door. Once once I had uh, once that door was open, it was really easy to sell because it was an exceptional product. Uh, and knowing the person that I am, I had to actually go to the distillery, you know, find out about the family that's that's working the tequila and so forth. And that just gives you ammunition. So when you walk into a bar, especially a high end bar, you know exactly what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Uh, there's nothing that they could ask you that you, you didn't ask already, or hopefully you didn't ask, right. you know, that you asked uh, the people that, that are actually running the, the distillery. It's like you use the skills, the skills that um, you learned at one certain level, and it's the same skills, but it's just remixed. Exactly. You know, maybe even like bilingual, but right. also just because of the way you are as a person. And so that, that leads to a different way to make a connection. Yeah. It's to success yeah. yeah it was easy to make a connection because i kind of speak their lingo you know i don't i don't speak like a broken spanish right i can speak the slang that everybody speaks in, you know, in mexico sometimes when i you know wouldn't when i wouldn't go back to mexico i would forget a couple words but yeah. and eventually all that stuff is, is it's like second nature to you so you right. just blurt out stuff because you remember your dad or your grandpa or your deal was mentioning, <laughs> mentioning something even albures yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's great because that's something that you can learn. You can train. That's just history. That's what you are. You carry it with you. Exactly. Yeah. Your Spanish teacher could tell, uh, teach you how to answer something correctly, but uh, when you answer it with, with content, right. with uh, words that only a few people 
can relate to, then it totally changes your answer. Right, right. And right, it totally right. changes the relationship that you now have with that person that you answer. Right, right, right. So it makes you more credible. Right, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. And is like hip hop, you know? Right. Ad libs, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad-libs. Yeah. Keep those in your pocket, just waiting for a minute to use them. Exactly. <laughs> you have them always handy. Yeah. And that was like the, the the best part of being young and going to the, you know sneaking over to the adult parties when they just turn a little pelitos and then all you hear is just back the back and forth banter. And, yeah. You know, all of a sudden you know what your dad's nickname is around his friends. <laughs> Stuff that he doesn't want you to read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, my dad's a really short man and bald. And he used to call him Borolas. You know who Borolas is? Yeah. Borolas? Yeah. I never knew that nickname until one day I heard everybody giving him Cavilla yeah. and the Borolas. And one day I was smart enough to think I could call my dad Borolas. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I paid the price for that one. Now comes a cinto. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, pass, you, you thought you were going to pass that point of no return? Yeah, yeah I, thought, I, thought, I thought we were cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're here, Primera Taza. Um, I've been a regular since you since you started, like uh, since you've owned it, since you co-owned it with uh, with Tony. Um, like I seen the change. Uh, you know, you added a lot of art. You had a, the vibe. Uh, you know, the people came. <laughs> The grub, the the drinks. Um, so my real general question is, how would you describe this space, and what's your like overall vision? Which is a bigger question, right? Now. The space. I, I mean, to me, it's a uh, it's exactly what a uh, what hip hop is. It's a uh, it's a way to express yourself. Man. Right here, we try to at least be like a soapbox to everybody, um, where everybody can express themselves. No no rules. No plans, uh, nothing. It goes just voice your opinion, right. uh, show us what you're made out of. And there's so much talent here in Ball Heights that it's 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 amazing. Right. Uh, and to keep it hidden is just not my style. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly, just by me sitting here in the corner, I'm looking at the seat that I'm usually at. I've seen so many like really well-known people come through. Like, you know, Lalo Alcaraz comes here like nothing, gets his coffee and bounces. You know, bought a couple pieces from them, you hooked it up. And just like random people, like very creative, you know, they feel very warm and comfortable here because you allow that to breathe, you know. And that's for creative people or just people who's trying to think a certain way. Like how many spaces do you really have that are authentic in, in our neighborhoods, you know? That's I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't set out to, to become authentic or, or to set myself apart. It's just... Uh, uh, a reflection of, of who we are. Uh, right. We're pretty. Uh, we're pretty open people. Uh, I'm very demanding. If you right. see me behind the counter, I'm very demanding. Right. Uh, but that's because I always have the person that's walking in in, in mind. You know. Right. Uh, they're the real bosses. It's, it's not us. I just pour down coffee. Right. 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 But uh, the people that are walking in here, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. It's. The people that actually start projects just from randomly meeting here is is amazing, and it's I I love I love when that happens. It's I mean I didn't set out to do that, but it's kind of part of the plan. Um, and just uh, seeing it come to fruition is it's amazing that people are starting projects here and there, and that's because they met here. It's it, it's awesome. So, so it really sounds like this space really serves as an incubator. 
It is. For, for the neighborhood. It's like a, uh, like a think tank. But, uh, it's a good way to put it. It is like a think tank. It very so, much is. So, was the neighborhood ripe and ready for you, or did you help push it into what the neighborhood slowly become? I don't know if the neighborhood was ready. I know there's there was a lot of uh, commotion when I when I got here, especially with uh, that word that's gets that's getting tossed around that I'm not going to mention uh, because I think it's stupid. It just divides people. Uh, plain and simple, it's change, uh, and change is, is coming to the area because there is an extraordinary growth and change in downtown LA, and it's a uh, like an earthquake. You, an earthquake, yeah, it's it's got a, a, a center, right. but it spreads out, right. so the waves are going to hit everybody. Right, right. Um, but this neighborhood is very tight. Uh, they're very traditional. They're hung, they're you know hanging up to their traditions, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, this neighborhood was built under diversification a long time ago, mm -hmm. but the people that kept it going was the people that are that are here now, which is right. uh, mostly Latinos. And even though change is abounding, you got to respect the people that are already here. Right. You got to respect the the culture that's already here. It's, a, it's an amazing culture. The people here are just phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. I feed off off their energy. Right. Well, in, in essence, I'm actually uh, robbing the people from here instead of me giving giving to them. That's really deep. Yeah, it's for the people. This is Street Radio for Unsung Hero Riding in the Rigo, trying to stay legal My daughter found Nemo, I found a new primo Yeah, you know how we do, we do it for the people And the struggle of the brothers and the folks The lovers of the dope Experiments to discover hope, scuffle for notes The rougher I wrote, times was harder Went from rock to starter to the voice of a martyr Why white folk focus on dogs and yoga My people on the low and trying to ball and get over Lyrics are like liquor for the fallen soldier From the bounce to the house it's all our culture Every day we hustling Trying to get them customers Law we ain't trusting them Thick bras we busting them Sick and tired of punching it I look on the bus at them When I see them struggling I think I'm touching them meta question for you going big on this so what is it about coffee what is it about coffee yeah. it's just to me it's flavors it's all flavors it's always it's always been about my palate right and I'm always gonna go 
with what I feel is tastes good, and at the same time keeping in mind the clientele that you have. Okay. I'm not going to start serving African beans when I know they're they're a lot more tea-like, and the people here are not going to like it. Uh, I I tend to serve more of the South American beans and Mexican beans which are a lot more chocolatey and a lot more sweeter and a lot more bolder uh, and uh, that's because of the clientele and also they're good as fucking beans <laughs> plain and simple <laughs> not too complicated not too complicated a lot of a lot of things you know we overcomplicate them but they're they're pretty simple and, it's, and it comes down to taste you either like it or you don't so this is a scenario question. Um, you're at home and the stove doesn't work. The what? The stove. The stove don't work. You can't cook nothing. Right. So, um, what's a perfect day for you when it comes to breakfast, lunch, and dinner in regards to places to go? And postre. Postrecito. Like, where, where would you go for breakfast? Where would you go for lunch, dinner, and for, <laughs> around, around here or anywhere? Or anywhere you want. Anywhere you want. Where you've had or. Yeah, or, or you know what you you crave. Breakfast. Well, I love I love fruit. Right. In the morning. So okay. Well, now that, I'm, now that I'm working here, I usually skip breakfast. But okay. Otherwise, my perfect breakfast would be a fruit. Okay. Just fruit. Period. Okay. And a cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> good coffee, right? Yeah, good coffee. Uh, lunch. I think lunch and dinner for me are probably uh, that I crave are probably the same thing. Frijolitos and nopales. Right on, right on. Any particular place where you'd like to have your frijolitos and nopales? If I can in the ranch in, in our ranch in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. With the smell of the ranch in the air, right? Exactly. Now, uh, uh, but for breakfast, uh, sometimes for breakfast, especially if I'm in Mexico, okay. perfect breakfast for me is un. Uh, Huevo frito that I just got from the, the basket that the chicken yeah. just laid. Sure. Uh, some frijoles de la olla. Uh -huh. uh, chile de moncajete. Un pedazo de, de queso fresco de panela. Uh -huh. Y unas tortillas hechas a mano with a like, over leña. Damn, it's dinner time. Just dinner hour. And I want breakfast for you. No quieres nada. But before that, of course, you gotta have a pajarete. Or a pajareta. Right, right, right. Which is. Uh, uh, Chocolate, mm -hmm. Ibarra, uh, sugar, uh, sugar cane alcohol, right, right. Uh, and some milk straight from the tit. <laughs> That's how you start the day. That's how you start the day. How about a tenure day? How about a dinner time? What's like the thing? Dinner time, some, uh, for me, would be some uh, gorditas, as tipo Jalisco. But the gorditas are not like the gorditas you always see here. Yeah, what it's are just, they? It's basically a, a the small taco uh, tortilla, right? And it's uh, it's kind of like fried in a wok-looking uh, contraption, right? Con manteca. Okay. So you're kind of getting like small little uh, enchiladas. Okay. And that just goes uh, with some carne molida, like picadillo, uh -huh. lettuce, and then you have this uh, salsa de chilpete from Tomatlán in Jalisco. Uh -huh. Could you have that here uh, in LA, by the way? No, 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 no. <laughs> but okay. I might be introducting it in, to Smorgasburg in LA starting in June. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Smorgasburg. I well, Smorgasburg is this huge. Uh, it started off as a flea market in in New York. I don't know Williamsport, Brooklyn, somewhere over there. 
come on the East Coast, uh, and it became more of a uh, of like a day market right. that they would do on Sundays, and that includes food, crafts, all that stuff. Right. They have three in New York. They're finally putting one here in LA, and the one in LA is, is the biggest of all three of all four now. Okay. Uh, is it gonna be located? So, so they're they're inviting local vendors. Uh, artisans and stuff like that to all congregate in one area and it's going to be at the old uh, produce market on Central between 7th and 8th they're taking over that whole spot on Sundays so I'll be doing my launches there for sure because that's what they want me to do but I'll only be introducing like the gorditas or uh, aposole praise the lord I'm over yeah. there. Thank you for it and then we'll, uh, we'll bring a couple of other knickknacks. Uh, how about uh, so to keep it fresh? Tacolandia, right? Tacolandia is coming up uh, June 11th. We also got invited to that. That was uh, to me. It just we're rookies in this in the food game uh, as, as far as uh, that goes. And for us to get invited our first year is overwhelming. You know, sometimes the beauty of being the rookie is that you don't know any better. Exactly. And you just shoot for the sky and. Right. It is. Exactly. Question for you. Uh, I, I come from a long line of carniceros. My dad actually owned two carnicerias. And he actually owned some carniceria, carniceria in Guadalajara. And I'm very curious because when I was younger, I remember, are you familiar with Tepatitlan? Yeah. So we used to, I lived in Mexico for a while with my grandfather. And one of the weekly traditions was we would take the bus to Tepatitlan to buy meat, in particular chuletas. Uh, but I do clearly remember being on the bus and the guys would go by with their tortas holding them up and it was just right at the level of the bus windows and you right. just buy your lunches through there. So I'm just curious, where did you get your inspiration for your lunches? I personally haven't had the, the privilege of enjoying one. Missed out. Uh, it came about two hours ago, <laughs> three hours ago. You know, it, it happens. But uh, so where, where did that inspiration come from or the idea that said, you know what? This is what's missing and this is what I'm going to bring to the table. Yeah, well, I wish I could make you one right now, but we actually <laughs> sold out today. <laughs> uh, and the inspiration is very, very simple. Um, uh, for a couple years of elementary, my parents sent us back to Guadalajara. Uh, my grandma lived in uh, what's called a Sector Juarez, near uh, downtown, off of uh, Federalismo in La Paz. And we went to school uh, to Colegio Ignacio Aldama, maybe half a block away from my grandma's house. Uh, and that's going towards the left as soon as you walk out. Going towards the right, there's a Tienda de Abarrotes, right at the other corner. And there's this guy named Huero, and he made some lunches de pierna that to this day, I swear, I, I, I get my ticket, so I land in Guadalajara around 5.30 to 6, because he opens at 6. So by the time I'm out of the airport, first place I land, straight to the Abarrotera, gave me a, a, a lonche con el huero. The, after I started doing the research on, on the lonche and the bread, because the bread was actually created by a Belgian bread maker. Uh, they used to live in Guadalajara, or lived in Guadalajara. And when the French occupied Mexico, they made him the bread maker for the troops in, in Guadalajara, Jalisco. His name wrote? His name was... Uh, was you know what, I might even I might edit that out. I think Camille or Cecile uh, Pierrot, which is P-I-R-O-T-T-E. Mm -hmm. uh, Close. Don't edit that, right? <laughs> the French, they're really uh, particular about the, their bread, so they won't need they won't need a day old bread. Right. They throw it away. Right. 
So uh, the bread maker asked him, well, what do I do with the extra bread? He goes, throw it away. But he saw that there was a need at that time, you know, with a lot of people going hungry in Guadalajara. Yeah. So he would get the day old bread and give it away the next day. Okay. Uh, so he started getting like lines outside of his bakery uh, so they can get the day old bread. Uh, but they didn't know how to pronounce his, his last name, Pierrot. So like, ¿a dónde vas? No, pues voy al, voy al pan con virote. And that's how they got virote. That's so, awesome. Virote salado. But it's actually bolillo. And, and it's, it's true meaning is bolillo salado. The weird part about it, which is totally flipped my lid, is the original bakery is like three, four blocks away from my grandma's house. Ah. Uh, this target's even better! It's fake, dude. Uh, it's fake. It was, yeah, it was meant, it was, you were meant to sell. It was in the cards. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah but that's what the inspiration came from. And uh, I, I really got frustrated because I wanted the damn launch it. But when I first start, uh, started this, I really couldn't go anywhere. Uh, you have to spend all your time uh, opening up a business. So I couldn't go to Guadalajara. So I started messing around with the breads here uh, locally in LA and I must have gone to 20, 25 different places to try the bread and it just, the, the sandwich just wasn't tasting right. right. Like something's wrong. So when my wife, uh, Rosalinda, uh, I told her to bring some with her next time she flew in. She did and I'm like, that's it. It's the fucking bread. You know, the bread is the, is the key to everything. So uh, I had one of my chef friends that saw me eat the, the sandwich and he's like, what are you eating? And I go, oh, this, uh, this lonche, the, the lomo. Uh, and I gave him half and he goes, holy shit, where'd you get this bread? Like, Guadalajara. I'm like, Guadalajara Bakery? <laughs> and I'm like, no, Guadalajara, Jalisco. <laughs> they go, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Goes, this fucking friend's phenomenal, dude. You, you gotta you gotta have this at least once a, once a month. And that's where it all started. So it started off, once a month, I would have like maybe ten sandwiches, and it just it just got blown out of proportion. My mother, my father, and love. Uh, yeah, good food. Woo. Shout out to Dope League. Shout out to you. Work. Uh, did an album for the women. About a woman. Now I feel like rapping as simple as I can put it. I'm amped. Every sample I'm mastering how I stick it. By steady mapping the land and I'm answering all your itches. I'm factoring on your digits. Love it so I can live it. Live it so I can love it. What's given so I can give it is all. And if it takes a speaker to do it, I'ma speak till the speakers are fluid. Keep it simple, man. Mantras in every verse. This rap monster was never researched. I'm too simple. My old soul was never rehearsed. That's why your mom's knows every verse. I flash a temple. I mean, why not throw the demographic into a pot and let me click it right? Real talk, I've been getting all these calls like blah blah blah. Uh, fuck it. We could be so we on to the next note. Cause we be on with the best. North to the south, the east and the west. Rocking these shows, the people say yes. We could be so we on to the, the next note. Cause we be on with the best. Not to the south, the east, and the west. I was going to ask you, so for the people who don't know, what exactly is a lonche? A lonche is a, a sandwich. Uh, 
course, lunch, you know, we, we talk about it here in, uh, in, uh, in Chicano talk, it's lunchtime. Right. So that's basically what it is. Uh, in Mexico, people just grab their lunch or their sandwich, and that's what they have at, at midday, you know. Right. Uh, a lunch and a coca is like automatic. For me, it was a lonche and jugo de naranjas. Right. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's it's this, uh, this bolillo salado, virota salado, which is kind of like a combination. The closest you could get is like a combination of a French baguette and sourdough. Sure. French baguette on the outside, sourdough on the inside. All right. Uh, and that's actually how this the the bread maker created it, because he couldn't get the right yeast to make the the baguette. Right. So he let the dough sit for two days. It became a little sour. There you go. And that's how it was created. So it's uh, kind of crazy, but it's it's very simple. Uh, instead of using mayonnaise, we use crema mexicana. Uh, if you're in Guadalajara, you know the cremas around Guadalajara, fantastic. Cheeses as well. Uh, Los jocoques. Los jocoques. Yeah, las natitas. Now you wish you had one. <laughs> Taking me back, yeah. and uh, the pork loin is a recipe from my wife. From actually, the sandwich is inspired by my by my father-in-law, which I never met. Uh, he passed away, but he used to make, and my wife always talked about him. It's like he used to make these lunches that were like incredible. And I go, well, what do you make? And it's like, oh, the lomo de pierna. Goes, what was his favorite? The lomo. So we started making the, the one de lomo. Right. Uh, to me, my favorite is the pierna. Right. But after tasting the one the Lomo, I don't know, I'm kind of like having second thoughts. You know what, to me, like, I'm so glad that I mentioned this to you before. I'm glad I don't eat it all the time that I'm here because I know it's crack. It's that good. But I wait because I want it to be something to that. I really appreciate it because it's easy to be spoiled. It's really easy in LA particularly. It is. And just eating it today, like, oh my God, it just it made me like... It, it tastes like you're going back to this whole notion of art. It's like you taste history, like you really, truly. So when I'm you're talking about it, like the flavor comes out so good, and like literally, it's the bread makes everything a conversation with everything else that's in the, the, the lunch. Yeah, what's ironic about this whole situation is sometimes we sell out like today. So I'll get a batch of however many breads. And maybe at the end of the batch, I don't, I don't even have one because we sold out every single day, which is now it's, it's like, dude, I, I'm like having second thoughts. I'm like, damn, why did I, how did I create this? Now I can't even have one. Hey, once in a while, I'll, I'll get one in there, and it's just like, I mean, I'm like almost biting my fingers. I'm like, God, man, this is good. Uh, no, it's really good. It's really good. And, but the bread, the bread is definitely the, the thing that ties it all. In. Sure. Sure. Without the bread, it's just a regular sandwich. Yeah. There's nothing like that taste. Yeah. I know you're hating this conversation. It's a long way you're hating this. <laughs> you know what? It makes me want to come back. Right. You know, I, sure. I live 32 miles away from here, but right. I'd be willing to drive for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. welcome anytime. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like what? I say, mi taza es tu taza. <laughs> I want to bring my jefita with me too. Yeah, that would be worth Take it. Take her back. Hey, shout out to Berkeley tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. 66 years yeah. old, strong, beat cancer three times. That's, That's a fighter. That's a winner right there. Go on. Being that this is a hip hop podcast, <laughs> hey, nothing's more hip hop than food. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely right. That's why we're intersecting them. Uh, let me ask you a, a, a real quick question here. Uh, so, what are some of your favorite songs, period, and why? I would say right off the top, Africa Bombada uh, yeah. Metal, uh, which he does with Gary Newman. 
Gary Newman is a close of big as uh, new wave artists, sure. cars and, and so forth. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite uh, uh, songs just because of the mesh. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a, a DJ like uh, uh, Africa Bombada, then you get a, a new wave artist like Gary Newman. Right. And that's how it's been all my life. It's like a mash of, of, of stuff, of different styles. Right. Can we pause? That was deep. <laughs> we, will I mean, be, we will be playing that. It's, it's, two, it's two different worlds coming together, juxtaposed against each other, it makes something beautiful, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what hip hop is. Amen. Well, it is. It's a, uh, and I think this is. A, we're kind of like a hip hop cafe because hip hop uh, gave, uh, especially starting with the Ghetto Brothers, you know, gave an avenue to a lot of the uh, inner city kids. That didn't know how to express themselves and or show you what the hell was going on in the inner city kids because otherwise, you know, we're painted in a leave it to beaver world mm -hmm. and it's, it's definitely not like that. Right. At least not for ninety percent of the people that are living in the right. in the in the country. It's it's not a leave it to beaver world. So, I'm here a lot. You play a lot of music. You play a, a lot of different sounds. Uh, today we're definitely uh, just today I was. What you were hearing most of the time hearing my headphones in my own little world, but uh, you were definitely playing the, the planet rock, the the funk, electro funk. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've been hearing you play some Kamasi. You know, you big up on Kamasi. Sometimes you play a lot of reggae. You go into um, Quasimodo. Quasimodo. You you know, I, I like Cafe Takuma, all kinds of sounds. From Quasimodo, I like uh, microphone mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sound. Big well, I mean, because of what he says, he goes, it's, uh, he says in one of his lyrics, it says, uh, you should stop doing what is what is real, and you should start doing what is right. Uh, which is true, you know, a lot of us were, were, were uh, so tied up or on, on what we think is, is real, you know, being real, but a lot of the time we're not doing what's right. Right. Glad you all made it to my show. Hope you enjoy it. By the way, Ill Mind Music is in the house. Give it up. He's on the board. Understanding microphone mathematics. Understanding microphone mathematics. Understanding microphone mathematics. Understand it. Microphone mathematics. Understand it. Microphone mathematics. Understand it. Microphone mathematics. It's Lord Guaz dropping like some horses. Every take your mind state, have you split like the voices of horses. The new breed, love the mainstream. Plus, we gon' gang cream. Keep doing the same thing. Elevating styles beyond explication. Turn up the notch, increase the amplification. My lip got you bumping in your upper story while I drop the microphone mathematics. Simple tactics, so I can back chips, make it backflips, like when I used to smack chicks. Now I just back dips. It's like some people ain't got no mental sight. You try keeping it real. You should try keeping it right. This un 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 understanding microphone mathematics. Understanding microphone mathematics. So let me ask you, um, we covered a lot today with our conversation. Um, 
what's what's generally next? Like, and when I say next, it's not necessarily just the coffee shop here or the food, but I know for you conceptually, it's it's a larger thing with you. You know, a lot of it is just to, to me. It's always about moving parts, and that's the thing that I think that I I really groove in terms of how you are because to me, relationships are everything, and it's always you have to always water the, those relationships. I always have to be be very uh, present in different ways, and, and that always reach benefits positively because it's always about giving back. I mean, to me, that doesn't make it any is. sense. It so, is. so for you, when knowing that that the question that I'm asking isn't just about a spot, what's next for you? What's next? Well, I mean, I, I guess I already have my foot in the door, just like the notorious VIG says. It's time to kick in the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Open that shit wide open. See what's up. Right, 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 right. So, waiting to see what the next um, curve comes into your life, and then whatever happens from there, right? Like yeah, a true artist. Because yeah. I think we already, uh, I mean, we already cranked it up. We'll right. see where this uh, Model T gets us. <laughs> <laughs> Any closing notes on your end, or any questions? I'm, I'm trying to formulate this question. It's, uh, you know, it's hard to realize that you're in a moment when you're in a moment, and it, to me, it feels very much like we're at that cusp where, uh, mostly because we're first and second generation Mexicanos, Latinos, Chicanos, whatever you want to categorize us, are at a point where now we are at a point where we can actually be consumers and drive the direction where. The culture is going, whether it's musically, food-wise, and I feel like we're at that precipice where our food and our cultural is at that point where it's going to be recognized much like French food and even Italian food to an extent. Um, I don't even know how to formulate that question, but how do you see culturally our food and, and us right now? Well, I'll tell you this much, tacos is kicking hamburgers ass. Yes, it is. Here, at least here in LA. Um, just like a tribe called Quest says, you know, we're finding a way. <laughs> we're finding a way and our, our culture is, is, is uh, not to use the same word that the US military did, but we're like embedded with the, with the culture here in LA. Uh, it's just uh, uh, a huge part of, of now uh, of what LA uh, is. It's, uh, it's, it comes from the food. Everybody's eating tacos. Right. Everybody and their mom's eating tacos. Right. Yeah, so I, I feel like we're at a point where we're we're not only in the back kitchen, but now we're participating, uh, and it's a, it's wonderful to see what you got going on here and what you got going on your think tank incubator here and the direction that you're pushing everything. And I very much appreciate that. Uh, and not to get too deep, but a, a, a better man than I said it, you know, one of the most beautiful things in this world is to be remembered. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, I just want to be remembered for someone that uh, that pushed you. Pushed it along. That pushed you along to, to try to uh, fulfill who you are. Uh, and, and hopefully, I, I, I give people a, an opportunity to showcase themselves. And it's, it's definitely not about me. And at any moment, this is where Trump Cock West comes and push it along. Just an editing moment. Okay. Edit to the engineer. <laughs> or Trump Cock West find a way. Or find a way too. Yeah.
Because yeah, we're be always going to find a way. And uh, like the street vendors here, it goes, every, I mean, that's like the epitome of, of everything we do here. And it goes, if there's a struggle, I mean, you see the, the people that are that are street vending, they're, they're finding a way, man. They're not, they're not asking for a, for a handout. And I think it's very uh, typical of our culture. It's we find a way to, to make shit happen. I, and going to that, I've used this before. I, I, you know, this whole notion of coal becoming diamond. Like, I think we're really good at creating diamonds. We're really, really good. The thing is that when we create the diamonds, we don't value the diamond the same way as maybe well, a, as another people. We don't polish it. Yeah, yeah. To us, we kind of live that reality, and then we just maybe push it aside, or it's within ourselves. You know? And that's what we're really, really good at. The thing is that it's other people who take advantage of it, or, or they market it in another certain way. They remix it for it to look different. But that's, I think, that's our strength. That's why we're a certain way too, and we're we DIY a lot of things. For producers, we got to learn how to harvest too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of it goes back to that, you know, the pobre pero humilde. Yeah. You know, once you you've made it, you're not the one that wants to floss it or not be the one to highlight it. And there's always somebody that's going to come along and want to highlight it for you. Take yeah, that fifty percent off the top for you. Exactly. And a, a lot of people are 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 taking a are being more proactive in that area. Where right. where you do you you think so? You got to pound your chest once in a while. Uh, not not so much for yourself, but just for other people around you that uh, say, hey, this, this who can do it, I can do it too. And then. The great thing with social media is you could pound your chest in ways that are very creative itself. Just that notion of pounding your chest is something totally different. It's not just something where you are dependent on other people. You can just you own that. And that's what makes right now this world we're living so interesting. We have to learn to be okay with acknowledging success. Uh, it's yeah. okay to have all eyes on me like Tupac says. Yeah. Right. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Any other questions? Right. Uh, man, I'm good. Where, good. Where's the next lunch? That's what <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tacolandia or wait about a month? Alright. <laughs> so you wouldn't mind dropping the address again one more time to Primera Taza? Uh, the address here at uh, Primera Taza is 1850 and a half East 1st Street in Ball Heights. We have our own parking, so don't mess around with the parking meters. They're really they're really on you here, so. Yeah, that's like a, yeah, you're right. That's like a little secret right here, the park back parking. Yeah, it's, a, it's I mean, parking around Ball Heights is a prime real estate, and we're just lucky enough to have some, so. Right, right. Uh, definitely, if you're gonna stop by, uh, use our parking lot, it's, the entrance is right on the uh, alley between 1st and 2nd off of State Street. Right, easily uh, manageable to get here via the uh, subway, it's in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And That's if you true. didn't get the address, just uh, Google Primera Taza. Yeah, follow me, active. What's that? Uh, social media again? Uh, social media for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at Primera Taza. Very simple. And for your pochos that don't know how to spell that, look it up. We're going to spell it for you. Google that shit. Hey, thank you so much, Chuy, uh, for everything. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And. Uh, Thanks for sharing the Estrella de Jalisco with me. <laughs> did you enjoy that interview? Uh, actually, I did. That was that was fun. Uh, you know, what was great about it is, um, you know, it was so laid back. Again, it was our first one on the road. Um, you know, everything from, the, you know, the setting to, you know, just drinking the, the beers that we were drinking. Hey, man. 
<laughs> we enjoyed some Estrellas de Jalisco, That's some right. Mexican Cokes. Which we should like, um, yeah, we should be endorsed by them. Yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Primera Taza. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But uh, again, shout outs to Chewy uh, for uh, hooking it up, uh, for spending time with us after closing hours. Yeah. And congratulations on the success of Primera Taza and everything that he's got going for himself. Yeah. And once again, uh, he will be at a couple of awesome events here. You're in LA. One of them is called Smorgasbord. Berg, um, which is uh, it's going to be at the Old Central Market in downtown, near downtown. And the other one is this Tacolandia, which is a big uh, taco event that's happening uh, uh, very shortly. So look those uh, look up for those events. But um, during the interview, we played some music. Yes, we did. And uh, uh, we ended it with Lord Quaz. Lord Quaz. Man, we haven't heard him in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, Lord Quasimodo here playing microphone mathematics from the classic The Unseen from 2000. Uh, you know, we don't play enough Mad Lib nowadays. Uh, we, we should uh, we should try to uh, think about Mad Lib more often. Yeah, what the fuck? That's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, man. With a Sasquatch? That's what's up. Um, and uh, before that, we played a dope, dope artist that, honestly, I never even knew about. And I'm so glad that we're playing him. Uh, his name is Science with a Z. Yeah. Um, fe- this song features Kit, K-I-T. Uh, name of the song is Apples and Oranges. Name of the whole album is called Good Food. And this just came out. Like I mentioned, this is one of my favorite song- uh, albums that I've uh, listened to all year. So peep that Science. You could obviously find it online. Um, common, we play common, the yeah. People. The people, classic, classic. And we, I just, damn, I I didn't know Kanye did the beat, yeah, yeah, Yeezy, Yeezy yeah. did that, Yeezy, Finding Forever is the album from the 2007. Damn, time flies, I couldn't, <laughs> 2007, that album, shit, it's, yeah. it's been such a long time. That's when uh, Kanye was not michael jackson jr yeah michael jackson jr <laughs> that, that was he was just himself he yeah. had the regular name this is before kardashian yeah um before that we played el rethnik i think that's the way you pronounce it uh the way you spell it is rtnc el rethnik he also goes by elohim uh coffee shop closing time is the instrumental tops and bottoms optional is the name of the album it's yeah. from 2016 el rethnik d- drops whole lot of instrumental beats and albums and yeah and you can find him on Bandcamp. yeah peep him like Support. i'm a big fan big fan of his instrumental work um he works closely with your old drew straight out of new york and lassie and uh before that we threw some a mix we threw a curveball for all of y'all it's not even hip-hop at all but it, de- it definitely goes with the, with the episode and that's what it's all about this is mex estuvo bien is the name of the song it's a cover of the old morrissey hit suede head uh, for you Morrissey heads, you're going to appreciate that. The name of the album is, is not No Manchester, it's No Manchester. <laughs> it just comes out from 2006. Yeah, so that's the, the songs uh, for the episode that definitely fit into the interview. Um, again, hope you enjoyed this uh, uh, the work that we're doing with it because uh, honestly, it was a little bit of work to put together. But again, it all fits into our one of our favorite subjects, if not our favorite subject, which is food. Food. Yeah. You want to do those social media drops, my yeah, friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at 6 in the morn, S-I-X-I-N-T-H-E-M-O-R-N, on Instagram uh, at 6 in the morning show. You guys also hit us up on the Gmail, 6 in the morning show yeah. at gmail.com, uh, on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash 6 in the morning show. And also, you don't forget to follow us now on Google Music. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean, though? Like, that, <laughs> like I... I 
you sent me the info and I was like happy because you said Google on it and then I'm like that must mean something good but what does that ultimately mean <laughs> yeah well mean? you know like they're trying to compete with iTunes so oh, just kind of like you could subscribe to podcasts on iTunes you could do so on Google Music as well uh, they started doing podcasts and uh, they so graciously accepted our request to be yeah. included in the mix so just go into Google Music you could uh, type in 6 in the morning show and boom subscribe <laughs> so you know what that means right I don't know fuck iTunes <laughs> <laughs> keep telling us now you know the, the beauty of it you know we're, we're also on stitcher but the beauty of google is uh you get better quality audio there you go yeah. now we could officially say it because yeah. I, I know we were feeling that but it's it's our gravy uh but to end the episode um the food episode part two episode 38 we have a, a special request from chewy chewy had a special request to dedicate a song um but uh, you know we're gonna end it from there um hope you enjoyed episode 38 food episode number two and uh we're gonna all hit you up really close uh, real soon uh with another one all right shout it out yeah. and this is just for uh my wife my kids and all my family that no matter what and even though i'm busy as hell i'm always gonna be there this shit turned into Art Ball big time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send this out to my Ruquita. <laughs>
One big road with a lot of signs and turns and twists and curves and even though the road is rocking, but maintain the rock and keep on rocking from city to city, backyard to yard, and we be seeing the sights, standing under the light, and the spot is hot, it's cold and only at night, and I'm feeling and I'm dreaming and I'm only in sight, but hold on, every single road I roll on, come to an end in the back of my game. So baby, please don't cry It's no valley, no, and it's no mountain high And our love don't die with the passage of time It just grow more, it just keeps strong And even though I'm gone, I am never too far You're the light through the dark, shining right through my heart So my journey must start Even though the road is rocky I'll be coming home to you Even though the